Well, what is up, everybody? We are back with our win podcast. I've been doing tons of podcasts recently because of how well this Timberwolves team has been playing, and we had a solid win tonight against the Portland Trailblazers. They came into our house. We are now on a four-game win streak. Let's break down this entire game. And just, you know, we, we played the same Portland Trailblazers team on Monday, so we can talk about that a little bit too. But let's break down this game. The Timberwolves were again missing Anthony Edwards, and Patrick Beverly missed the game tonight also. Um, and then for the Trailblazers, they were missing like 10 players. Um, <clears throat> for us also, Torian Prince went down with an injury like at halftime, halfway through the game. Um, but yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people wanted us to win this game by a lot more, and they didn't want this to be a close game. But the Trailblazers just put together a perfect game with what they had. I mean, they literally just, they did everything right with what they had. They shot 47% from the field and 42% from three. Their numbers at the end of the third quarter were like insane. They were shooting 50% from three and then they really, they dipped off in the fourth quarter. That's when we really took over. We won the fourth quarter by 16 points. Um, actually, no, we, only won, we only won that quarter by six. Um, but at the end, yeah, we weren't really trying that much because we already won. Um... But, yeah, I mean, they, they put together a perfect game. Simons was unguardable the entire night, 38 points. 9 of 17 from 3. He was making, like, every single shot. It was, oh my goodness, it was absurd. Like, I, don't, I didn't like the perimeter defense we were playing most of the night, but he had, like, unguardable shot after unguardable shot for moments. Like, and the, and the Trailblazers as a team were doing that, like, we were, we were playing really good defense on a lot of post possessions on them. They were just hitting really nice hook shots over us. Like, there's just not much you can do to that. And, you know, talking about unstoppable, we got to talk about Carl Anthony Towns, who played another fantastic game tonight. 36 points, 15 boards, and 5 assists. He has been insane. He's been playing phenomenal basketball. And he played very efficient basketball despite going 0-4 from 3. He went 13-17 from the field. So he made every single two-point shot he attempted tonight. He went to the line 11 times, which I was liking the calls he was getting tonight. Um, that's more of what he should be getting. Um, only two fouls for him also. Like, Cap put together almost a perfect game. If he would have made two, uh, two out of four of those threes to drop 42, it would have been probably a perfect game. Um... But it was a really good game by Cat, and he's just been dominating. And he's probably going to do the same thing again on Monday. I don't think Nurkic is going to be back. We'll see if he is or not. But even if he is back, I mean, he's he's still dominating these good bigs on other teams every night, it seems like. Um, but yeah, Cat's been phenomenal, and he's been on a hot streak for sure. Jane McDaniels has looked very good as of late. He's, he put up 16 tonight with nine rebounds, three of seven from three. He's been a really reliable three-point shooter for us down the stretch. And talk about more reliable three-point shooting, Malik Beasley had another nice game until he got ejected. Um, he had 16 points, four or nine from three. Five games in a row now where he's been very consistent and very good. But yeah, he got ejected. Um, he, he got kind of dunked on by Eubanks, and I'm sure that's kind of where he was frustrated. Um... He didn't. I don't think he headbutted Eubanks, but he kind of like motioned his head towards Eubanks when they were when they were like talking to each other really closely, and the official threw him out for it. 
Um, so yeah, that was a pretty big loss for us in the game. Because um, he, he was playing pretty well. We were really relying on his shooting. Um, I mean, he put together a pretty nice, complete game overall. Efficiency was there. He made some nice defensive stops. Had a nice dunk on a cut. Like, I thought Malik Beasley played really well today. Um, yeah, it, he, he's been good. I, I've loved what I've seen from him. Like, I think this is the Beasley we might begin for the rest of the season. And if that's true, we are in for, like, amazing, like, just amazing stuff. My goodness, I just looked at the Lakers box score and LeBron James has 49 points. Man, I kind of want to delay the podcast now to watch that, but I'll keep this going. Um, but yeah, Beasley's been phenomenal. Um, I like this is what I've ex- this is what I expected from him at the start of the year. I didn't think he was gonna be the 20 point per guy anymore. Just he wasn't gonna get enough shots for that in general, unless he shot like 50 percent from three, which is totally unrealistic. Um, but this I, 15 points per game is super manageable for him. Like, he got 16 tonight in 21 minutes, and he didn't even shoot the ball that much. He only took 10 shots tonight. So, I mean, he, this is, I think he can do this every night. Um, I, I really think he may have found himself now, and that is very, very, very good news for Minnesota because we desperately need that guy off the bench to keep, you know, shooting the ball as well as he's, he's been shooting. Jalen Noel. Oh my goodness. He has to be in the rotation every single night. 22 points. I mean, he has he's had so many of these games this year where he's dropping 20 and he's proving to why he needs the playing time. He had 24. He played I think 16 straight minutes to end the game tonight. That's absurd. We needed him to do that and he did it. He had a lot of phenomenal plays. He shot 4 of 7 from 3 also. Like, this guy should be the nightly rotation. I don't think you even kick out McLaughlin. I mean, McLaughlin had a nice game, kind of. He had seven assists, and he had six steals, by the way. But he was either getting a steal tonight or he was getting blown by on defense. It was one or the other. Um, But he put up a really nice stat performance night. But yeah, Noel has to be in the rotation more. I don't understand why he's not. Um, He's just so talented. He's so talented, and he's on a very cheap contract. He's super young. He's definitely a franchise piece that you can build on and develop. Like, he's got so much talent. So much talent. He is one of the second-round picks that we've hit on in history, I guess you could say. He was, I think, the 44th pick in the second round in 2019. I think that's the exact pick, maybe 46. I think it was 44, though. Can't remember exactly. But it was somewhere in the mid-40s. Um, but he, he, he's panned out really well for a second round pick. Like when you're drafting in the second round, Jalen Noel, like that type of player is with the type of player you're trying to get. And it really never happens. Um, but I mean, we got that out of that guy. He's been really good when he plays and he just needs to get on the, he just needs to be on the court more. And it's not him holding himself back. It's, I feel like Finch needs to play him more. Um, but I do understand why Finch is playing McLaughlin as much as he is because he's working well with Beasley and Beasley's been really hot as of late. But yeah, I, I mean, Noel, he's been so good. There's no doubt in it. I feel like, like, this is just a thought that I've been having and we are now seven games above 500. So I feel like, you know, you can really say something like this now. 
I don't think Chris Finn should win coach of the year, but I think he should be one of the frontline candidates for the, the, the job. I mean, we were the 13th seed last year, and I mean, our roster isn't even constructed that well. We don't have much size. We don't have rebounding. We don't have too much post defense, but yet we are seven games above 500, and we've had a very tough schedule throughout the entire season. You know, we don't have much experience on the roster either. We have one guy on the roster above the age of 30, and our only guy who's really had multiple playoff series that he's played in is Patrick Beverly. He should be getting at least some third-place votes. He's done a very good job coaching this year. He's won, potentially won us some games with some late-game challenges, uh, the last one being the one against Cleveland. That was one of his best coaching moments of the year by saving that challenge when he could have challenged so many other things down the stretch of that game, probably. Um, but not saying he should win the award, but he deserves some credit. Like, he deserves some honor. I know that a lot of the players on the team are hyping him up and they want him to win the award. I mean, it, it's not impossible. I I mean, let's see what we can do the rest of the season. If we can get up to the sixth seed, I think he definitely has a nice chance of winning it. Like, Tom Thibodeau last year, for example, took a Knicks team that was like the 13th seed in the East two years ago and they brought him up to like the four seed. That's, you know, a bigger jump than what we've made. But I don't really know what their schedule is looking like at the time. Um, but yeah, it's... I, I, I do think he deserves credit in that. And I feel like it'd be really hard to keep him off the top three right now in a coach of the year ballot. I would have him top three. Maybe Monty, I probably have Monty Williams one. He's been so good. He he's probably the best coach in the NBA. I don't really know who I'd have two, but I think I'd have Chris Finch three. So I'm kind of getting mixed up with a lot of things I'm talking about because I'm trying to watch the Lakers game at the same time because LeBron's one of my favorite players and he's got 52 points right now. Um, I forgot to mention DeAndre Russell. He had a he had 15 assists tonight. That is his new career high. That is impressive. He didn't score like a lot. He had 14 points, um, but it's not really like, like let me check his numbers. I mean his uh, efficiency. He he took 12 shots, so I mean, wasn't really that efficient. But he didn't have like a terrible efficiency night. But 15 assists, that's unreal. Um, that's probably one of the higher numbers in Wolves history. It's you know the most he's ever had. So that's pretty cool. Um, he's getting over seven dimes a game on the year. So. Yeah, I mean, he's playing really well for us this year. I, I think he's really picked it up as the season's gone on. I wasn't big a massive fan of uh, at the start of the year what he was doing, but now, shoot, I just dropped my phone, but now he's really picked up his play, and he's found a perfect style of basketball that fits this team. He's driving the ball really, really well. He's, like, really penetrating defense, like, just with his drives. He's not even killing guys from outside with his three-point shooting anymore. He's just, he's driving the ball phenomenally. He did that well again tonight. Um, he's just, he's done that really well after the All-Star break. So, I mean, props to D'Lo. Thought he had a nice game, 15 assists. I mean, I guess when you have 15 assists, you're not going to score too much because that means you're passing the ball a lot. <laughs> it's, it's so hard to get 15 assists because you have to really count your teammates to be making a lot of shots, which our, I mean, our team has been. We, we've, been the best offense in the league for a long time we, we just had back-to-back -back over 135 point offensive performances that's pretty absurd and DeAndre Russell's been a really nice part of it and if we want to talk about big accolades I mean all NBA is a really big accolade and Carlton A. Towns is on a very nice track to getting on that 
We'll see. I think he's probably getting third team, but I think he could definitely make second team depending on what they do. Because to me, I, fi I just find it so hard to keep one of Jokic or Embiid off all NBA first team. That would be so weird because they're literally the, the front runners, both of them, for MVP. They're, they're one and two, respectively. So I, I just, it would blow my mind if, like, say Embiid wins MVP and then Jokic comes in second. Wouldn't it be so weird if the second place, the, the, the runner up for MVP, goes on the NBA all second team? That's why I'm not a fan of positional rankings on the LNBA things, and I don't think they'll do it this year, and I hope they don't, because if that happens, Cat will be an All-NBA second teamer. That's be pretty big for him. He'll be able to get a lot of money in the offseason. I'm really happy about that. I want to give this dude a big extension, and I think if he does make All-NBA, which he will, he will want to sign the extension with us this offseason because I want to lock him up for another like four or five years, um, especially with the NBA salary cap rising by a lot in a few years here, it would be nice to lock him up on a deal now because that contract would look a lot smaller in a few years. So with that win, the Timberwolves are now 36 and 29 in the season. We are back to two games above the Clippers and the Clippers play tomorrow, I believe. Um, I'm going to take a peek at who they're playing. They're playing the Knicks. Please come through for us, Knicks. The Knicks have been so bad. <laughs> That's the problem. The Knicks have been horrible. They're on a seven-game losing streak. I mean, that team has to win a game soon, right? That would be so big for us if the Knicks can come through. I'm going to be a big Knicks fan tomorrow. Every single one of you guys should be a big Knicks fan tomorrow. Because if they can win that game, we'll have a two-and-a-half-game lead on them. Um, we are back within two games of the Nuggets. The Nuggets play the Pelicans tomorrow. Pelicans have been really really good as of late so let's go pelicans we are all knicks and pelicans fans tomorrow if those two teams can win the timberwolves are boosted by a lot when it comes to, I mean, like playoff odds i guess i don't know but it would it would help out tremendously like the season's not that far to a close we have 17 games left we are six wins away from clinching a winning record on the year so we could go 6-11 and 11 the rest of the year and have a winning record. That's cool to say. I thought we would be like, we'd have like 42 or 43 wins coming to the season. And it looks like we're going to have like, I don't know, 48, 47 wins. That's pretty cool. I did not expect to, you know, be this good. Like, I, I really didn't. I Like, I thought we'd be a nice team. I thought we'd make the playoffs. But this is a really phenomenal basketball team like we've been the best offense in the league for a bit and the defense has had it mo has had its moments we've we've been an average defensive team uh throughout the uh, the whole season as a whole you know we've been hot and cold in some games i think once you get edwards and beverly back the defense will really come back because i mean just without them we lack so much perimeter defense and we've seen that pretty we, we saw it big time tonight and we saw a little bit in that Thunder game too. But, I mean, once those guys are healthy, and hopefully Prince is healthy soon, he had back spasms, so I don't think that will keep him out Monday. Um, definitely need Prince off the bench. He's been really good. Um, but yeah, once we get Edward Edwards back and Beverly back, Primer defense should be back. I hope Beverly's back Monday. I think 
we might rest Ant again. I could I could see us listing him as questionable before the game. I, I, I feel like they could play it like this. They could see what the Blazers are putting on their injury report. And if the Blazers have like all those 10 guys out again, they'll just rest Ant again because it should be a very winnable game. I think we should win the next game against them on Monday by more. Like, I think the Blazers played, like, absolutely perfect tonight. I don't think they could have played much better, and I think we could have played better. So I think we should be able to really beat them again. But we'll see. Anything could happen. Um, but nice win for the Wolves. Solid win. We are seven games above five hundred. It's awesome. Love watching this team. We've been so good. I just love watching winning basketball. Like, we had 49 losses last year, and we might actually get that many wins this year, you know? Like, last year was super hard to cover the team because we just weren't winning games. Like, I was even, like, really excited with our end-of-the-season stretch because we were winning, you know, like, 50% of our games, you know, in the last month and a half, two months. Like, that's when everybody was healthy. Like, I always knew this team could do big things last year even. I think this team would have... We would have 100% made the playing tournament last year if we were healthy you know, throughout the entire season, but we just weren't. We had so many injury problems. We had, you know, tons of COVID cases. We had Beasley suspended for 12 games. Like, this team would have been a playing team 100% last year if D'Lo doesn't miss those seven weeks and Cat doesn't miss the month with COVID and the, the rest injury. If Beasley doesn't miss, you know, the four... I mean, like, in totality, he missed, like, two and a half months. Um... Like, even with all the young guys in our roster, you know, even with Ricky Rubio and stuff, we would have made the playing tournament last year. Um, but, yeah, this is a good team. Love this team. Hoping for our win. Hoping for our podcast on Monday. We got the day off tomorrow. Get these guys some rest. See you guys soon. Thank you guys for listening. Peace.